family, this is Leah Sam, the Naturally You coach. And the other day I did a whole uh, two and a half hour event called How to Boost Fertility Naturally, where we looked at the everything that men and women can do or a couple can do when they come together and they want to conceive to naturally boost their fertility. So everything from their diet to lifestyle, natural supplements, herbs, oils, um, all of those kind of things. And looking at things that could also affect their fertility and how they can overcome them. And then we got down to the kind of nitty gritty bit, which is the love making schedule for conception, the juicy bit. So that's what I wanted to share with you today, because I understand a lot of people have already, you know, worked a lot on their health and boosted their health and fertility naturally. And it's just this kind of logistical strategic bit that they are not that clear on. So this is what I wanted to share with you today. So just a bit about a woman's menstrual cycle. Um, so that you can understand why we why we need to create a schedule and why you know why there's more efficacy in in having intimacy during a schedule than just going all month so the first day of a woman's period is day one of her cycle and that's when we start what we call the follicular stage so the follicular stage is when the little follicles which are little sacs inside the ovaries start to mature the eggs that are inside them they start to mature the ovum the female eggs that are inside each of these little sacs called follicles inside the ovaries that follicular stage can can vary actually that's the the stage of a woman's cycle that can change in length quite significantly depending on how long it takes to develop those eggs. But when the woman's body feels that those eggs are fully developed, those little sacs, those little follicles will release an egg um, that's fully mature and it will be released from the ovary. And at that event is called ovulation. Once the egg has been released from the ovary, it starts traveling down the fallopian tube. And the little sac that it was in, the little follicle that it was in, starts to produce a hormone that tells the body to start lining, filling up the lining of the womb with blood so that if that egg gets fertilized as it's going down the fallopian tube, when it gets into the, the main space cavity of the uterus, there's a nice bed of rich, nutrient-rich blood for it to implant itself in to grow. So that, that part after ovulation is called the luteal phase. The luteal phase doesn't change in length that much. That bit lasts between 12 and 14 days, um, which is why a woman's ovulatory cycle can change. It can be anything from, you know, 28 days to 35 days, 21 days. It can change quite a bit. But the part that we need to have a good idea of is when ovulation happens because again once the egg comes out of the ovary that event called ovulation we need to it needs to be fertilized while it's in the fallopian tube um, because again if it gets to the end of the fallopian tube and it's not it hasn't been fertilized then the unfertilized egg along with all the blood that's been building up on the, uh, the walls of the uterus are released from the woman's body in her period. And then the follicular stage starts again, or day one of her cycle starts again, day one of her period starts again, and the whole thing starts again. So the one thing we need to find out from a woman's body is roughly when ovulation happens. So you can use apps to do this, or you can use pen and paper. 
apps, you know, because they've got a bit of intelligence, they can kind of help project into the future and give you kind of estimations a bit better, but you can definitely do this with pen and paper. So the apps that I've used or looked at in the past that I think work quite well or have been recommended by the clients that I work with, because the main focus of my work is black women's health. So I work with a lot of sisters um, on their womb health, pregnancy health, all those kind of things. So the ones that I've used and that have been recommended to me are ones like Flow. Uh, Clue is the one that I use right now period tracker and natural cycles. So again, you can do this yourself and you wanna track your period for a few months just to kind of get an average because there's been times with myself, for example, where for years I've been exactly 28 days, every four weeks on a particular day, I swear it was like a Thursday, <laughs> every single month, um, every four weeks, sorry, I was having a period exactly the same time. Then I went through a stage where my cycle changed and I, in the last year, it's been anything from 23 days to about 37 days. The 37 day cycle was definitely during a time of stress. And if I remember correctly, the shorter 23 day cycles when I was getting a lot more into exercise and exercising a lot more. But either way, for lots of different reasons, women's cycle length can change. So tracking it for a few months can be useful. If you're not already in a very regular pattern, then tracking it every few months can be useful to kind of gauge roughly how long it is. So if it's fluctuating between 26 and 28 days or 28 and 30 days or 24 days and 26 days, then you can roughly work out when your ovulation is. The physical, so you could, again, you could just do this on pen and paper by you know downloading or printing off one, like a calendar um, kind of templates or just tracking it in a journal or a planner or in some way and writing down the first day of your period, the first day of your next period, working out how many days that was for week, for month one, two, and three, and seeing what the average length of your cycle is. So there are some physical signs of ovulation as well. The most kind of obvious is cervical mucus. So around the time that you ovulate, your body will produce just a little bit more mucus um, and you'll have that as a discharge that leaves your body. So you might look in your underwear for a few days um, around like mid cycle and you might see like a, a, a liquidy, sometimes white, sometimes clear discharge that, that comes out and it can last a, a couple of days. And this is an actual discharge. This, this cervical mucus is actually something that helps um, conception. It actually helps the sperm to, um, conceit to to get into your body more easily so it's actually a beneficial sign it's your your the way that your body is helping conception happen but then some women also know when they're ovulating because they get breast tenderness headaches they get kind of premenstrual symptoms like lower abdomen pain lower back pain the other thing it can be in a, a libido change so you may feel like you want intimacy more during that time and again that's another way of your body kind of prepping you for um, conception or is said to be a way for your body to prep you for conception. So those are some of the physical signs of ovulation and ways that you can track ovulation. So when you roughly know when you're when you are ovulating and another way to look at this also is that depending on your cycle length, you can also work out when you're ovulating and, and that's what's going to happen when you use the apps and when you write it down on paper and when you look at the signs as well. Your follicular, your follicular stage where the follicle is developing, that can, that can vary. But the luteal stage, like I said, pretty much stays uh, 12 to 14 days. So if you work out that you, from day one of one period to day one of the other period, or the day before the other period is 28 days, then you're gonna be ovulating 
at about day 14, because it's going to be 14 days before the next period would be starting. So likewise, if you've got a 35 day cycle, your ovulation date is likely to be around 21, day 21 after, into your cycle. If you've got a 25 day cycle, then you're likely to be ovulating around day 11. So that's how you can kind of work it out after you've you know, tracked your period, however it is, um, is that it's roughly going to be 12 to 14 days before, you know, on the end of your cycle. So once you have found out what your ovulation day is roughly going to be, and because it fluctuates a little bit, we're going to aim to have intercourse every other day from about five days before to about five days after when you are likely to be ovulating. Again, because you might track your cycle for three months and then on the fourth month, things change a little bit. So if things change a little bit, because there's a 10 day window, it gives us time to catch any of those potential changes. And again, we may not catch them 100%, but it just makes it more likely. The other consideration is when ejaculation happens, the sperm in the semen live for about three to four days. So if you start having intercourse a few days before you are due to ovulate, and then some days afterwards, the sperm is still likely to be alive when ovulation occurs and as it's going down the fallopian tube. And the reason why some people suggest that it's a good idea to do it every other day is because it gives the man's body a chance to build up its stores and make each ejaculate more potent. And there's a lot of information and a lot of research and um, a lot of people who studied men's health a lot more that really do advocate for men to retain their ejaculations as much as possible because it benefits their body in a lot of different ways. And then when it comes to you trying to conceive, then when the man is only ejaculating every other day over a 10 day period, there is going to be more potency. There's likely to be a lot more potency in the ejaculates than if they were you know, having intimacy, lots, having full ejaculations and releases a lot more throughout the month. So there's a brother called Sahu Teo Shen, who has done talks with the um, Hidden Science Academy and Leon Marshall from the Hidden Science Academy. And they both speak about the benefits to a man of not releasing as much. So if for it, and you can find out about the Hidden Science Academy at the hiddensciencecademy.com and the talk that, in fact, Sahu uh, Leon and myself all spoke on um, one of the events was called the hidden science of sexual health um, and he spoke a lot about retention and the benefits of retention during that talk for men so if for example you work out that you have a 28-day cycle then I would recommend that you have intercourse every other day for five days before ovulation and five days after again to catch the possibility of a cycle change. So again, if you have a 28 day cycle, you would be having intercourse on day 9, 11, 13, 15, 17 and 19 at a minimum. Um, so again, it's okay to have it around, you know, before and after those times, um, but definitely aim to do it during those days. And trying different times of the day, trying first thing in the morning, in the afternoon if it's possible, in the evening, in the middle of the night, trying different times of the day um, as well can also be useful. And the other really big consideration, and I speak about this in the, in the fuller talk, is you don't wanna just make this time of trying to conceive 
become too robotic. So whilst you, this is a good schedule for efficacy, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to make it like we have to do it on the schedule. <laughs> we have to do it on the clock um, because then you kind of lose the intimacy that makes things enjoyable. And the more enjoyable it is, the less stressed you are, the less stressed you are, the easier it is for you to conceive. And stress hormones and the release of stress hormones have been found to in, interfere with fertility. And again, you know, we speak in a lot more detail about the effects of stress and mental and emotional health and all those kind of things in the longer talk. But again, for couples who are trying to conceive, um, this is a lovemaking schedule for conception that you can work with. The full recording of the whole event that I did is going to be available on the website soon. So if you go to the naturallyyoucoach.com, then sign up for my mailing list, then you'll be able to find out as soon as it does come out and you'll be able to access the whole recording as well as the workbook that comes with it. And if you go to the naturallyyoucoach.com forward slash events, then you'll be able to see all the upcoming events that I have, the online events, offline events that I have coming up on lots of different subjects, all related to um, Black women's health, Black family health, and I look forward to seeing you guys soon. I hope you found this information useful. Take care and stay healthy. Thanks.